Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Evan Gappelberg. Evan Gappelberg is the Chief Executive Officer of publicly traded company Nextech AR, one of the leaders in the quickly growing augmented reality market and an accomplished entrepreneur with an expertise in creating, funding, and running startups. Well, good afternoon, Evan. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Great to be here. Awesome, Evan. I appreciate you jumping on, and I'm really excited to jump into these questions. You've got a lot of really interesting things you're working on, and so let's get started. So, Evan, you've got quite the career in private equity, mergers and acquisitions, entrepreneurship, and now you're the founder and CEO of Next Tech AR. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure, Brian. I started out on Wall Street, taking companies public, analyzing public companies, and actually, full disclosure, Next Tech AR Solutions, you know, where I'm CEO and founder of, is a public company. We're traded on the OTC, NEXCF, and, and up in Canada on the CSC NTAR. And so I, I had a, a passion for learning about public companies, what makes companies successful. And so I called and spoke to hundreds of CEOs of public companies And over time, I became very, very good at picking winners. But at the same time, I felt like there was more than just being, you know, somebody who could pick a winning stock, you know, and so I decided that I wanted to create my own business and be my own CEO of my own public company. And so I did that. I guess the lesson here, Brian, is that, you know, become really good at whatever it is that interests you. For me, it was understanding the mechanics of business. How does a successful business operate and sustain itself over the long term? So it was kind of like I went to 30 years of schooling before I became uh, CEO of my own public company. I love the industry that I'm in. For me, it's always about the new, new thing. And technology certainly serves that up, you know, as opposed to, let's say, making pizzas, where I don't think making a pizza has changed much in the last, you know, 100 years, right? But certainly technology has. So for me, and by the way, I love making pizza. That's why I brought up pizza. I love making pizza. But, you know, it's pretty much the same routine. Technology, on the other hand, is constantly changing. And so there's this constant excitement of the new, new thing. And so that's what gets me out of bed every day. I would say that, you know, the key to having a successful business is having a successful team. You can't do it alone. You need to have a team that you love working with, you know, people you get along with, and you need to have a team of achievers or even overachievers, people that are pushing you or pushing themselves to achieve. And so if you can find a good team, find a, an industry that excites you, go to school, spend a long time learning the business that you're going to get into, become an expert. I like to think of myself to some degree as a general where I've been through so many tours of duty, you know, with the stock market, every calamity is kind of like going to war and there's been a lot of them. And so, you know, over that long, long educational process, you become really, really good at working in that industry, understanding how businesses work, how to have a successful business. And that's kind of, for me anyway, that's the formula that's worked. 
That's awesome. I think you have a unique career perspective and story coming out of Wall Street into the tech industry as, as a CEO. So that's awesome. And I really appreciate that, Evan. Evan, as you know, everybody globally has had to make major shifts to adapt to this new normal, this pandemic. Could yeah. you share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? Sure. So we're an augmented reality company. So our business was founded on technology that allows you to see a product in a room with you, a digital twin, basically, that's not really there. Our technology was essentially perfectly positioned for a pandemic, right? Because the whole point of augmented reality is it's really not there. And during the pandemic, you couldn't bring a product into a room with you. You couldn't have a product demoed for you. You know, typically you'd go to a, an event, you know, a, a conference, an expo, a trade show to see new products, new innovations from new companies. And all of that was shut down with the pandemic. With augmented reality at being our core technology, we saw an upswing in demand. And then we also have a virtual events platform, which is now a hybrid experience platform. And that business just took off like a rocket ship, right? Because everybody was basically quarantined or, you know, limited exposure to other people. So we've all seen what happened with Zoom. Everybody knows what Zoom is these days. So we have a, a virtual event platform, which allowed us not only to survive, but to thrive in this pandemic economy. And then, of course, we have an e-commerce business, which turned into a trifecta, right? We have <laughs> augmented reality, 3D product views. Then we have the virtual events or virtual experience platform. And then we have e-commerce, which everybody knows is how everybody shops these days because people weren't going to the stores during the pandemic. Everybody was just ordering online. And in the beginning, when the pandemic and the first lockdown occurred, Prior to that, you know, we might have had 60, 70, 80 orders a day. It went up to 600, 700, 800 orders a day. <laughs> so if you can imagine, you know, a tidal wave of business descending upon us, for us, it was more about keeping up with demand. And it's continuing today because we even have, within our augmented reality business, Brian, we have created AR labs. So it's for students in higher ed university level where, you know, normally they would go into a classroom and have a, a science lab that they would participate in with other students and the professor and, you know, this whole interactive experience. Well, we've turned it into a virtual experience using augmented reality. The students can still have an interactive lab remotely. And that business has just taken off for us. Again, creating huge amounts of demand for our services. And so for us, Brian, although the pandemic was a tragedy, a human tragedy, and you know, I feel horrible about the people that have gotten sick and or died, from a business perspective, exclusively, Next Tech benefited from it. And we continue to benefit from it because the genie is out of the bottle. The pandemic created a paradigm shift. And that paradigm shift is not going back to the way things were. It means that there's this new world that was created. And it's really, you know, this digital transformation, work from home, shop from home, learn from home, 
it's kind of like, you know, remember the cord being cut and everybody talked about, you know, Wi-Fi or cutting of the cord. Well, it's almost the same thing, except the cord was the office or the classroom or the retail store. You don't need to go in anymore. You can if you want to, but you don't need to. And that's a huge paradigm shift because it used to be, I got to go, you know, to class or I got to go to the office or I'm going to the store, to the mall to go shopping. Well, malls are shutting down. Offices, you know, you look at big tech, Brian, Facebook, Twitter, Square, Google, they've all announced that, hey, if you don't want to come into work, you don't have to stay home. You know why? Because productivity went through the roof. And nobody would believe that. I'm CEO of a company. I would never believe if you told me prior to the pandemic that my, you know, everybody that works, all the employees can work from home and we could get the same or more productivity out of them. I'd say no effing way. But guess what? It happened. Nobody asked for it. It just showed up. And now everybody's heads are spinning. CEOs of companies are saying, well, why do I have this big office space? Why am I paying hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars for rent when I'm just as effective as a company with people working from home? And so you just have this titanic shift in thinking and in business. And Next Tech, with its tech stack built, purpose-built, for a virtual world, for this digital transformation that's underway. I expected that, hey, it was going to be like, you know, a three-year, five-year, seven-year kind of transformation, maybe 10 years, hopefully not, right? But maybe. Well, it ended up happening in 10 months. And that's kind of where we are today is that the world has changed. And even with the pandemic ending soon, even with the vaccine being rolled out, which, you know, thank God, it's really not going to change things back to the way things were. There certainly will be more people going into the office. But again, the productivity is the key. And when you think about businesses, they're going to always go back to their baseline question, which is, what is my return on investment? What is my return on investment? And that holds true, Brian, whether we're talking about a new product launch whether we're talking about office space. And office space right now is on the chopping block. You know, corporations are just saying, why do, why do I need this if I'm getting the same productivity from people working from home? And again, you know, Next Tech has solutions that allow people to thrive in that work from home environment. Work from home, learn from home, shop from home, all those things benefit Next Tech's businesses. I appreciate your perspective on the pandemic and how you all had to shift. And I'm glad that your business was able to actually be part of that industry that did benefit from the pandemic. Unfortunately, obviously, a lot of people did suffer through this financially. So thanks for sharing. And Evan, you're obviously leveraging some newer merging technologies within your tech stack. But is there anything specific that's, you know, not proprietary that you could share with our audience? Sure. I mean, we're innovators. We got in early. I identified uh, augmented reality essentially in Q4 of 2017 as the next big thing. We launched our WebAR platform where you don't need an app. 
to view an AR experience, which was a big deal. We created a brand new 3D AR ad network, which is going to be run by an executive from a trillion dollar public company that currently manages over a $10 billion ad network. He's coming to work at Next Tech starting January 4th, and he's going to be running our brand new 3D AR ad network. So I'm super excited about that, like, you know, being able to see an ad in 3D. So let's just pause and talk about that for a second. So right now, all the ads that are online, you know, everybody's kind of like fatigued out. I don't remember the last time I clicked an ad, you know, if at all, it's by accident because they're popping off and flashing, you know, <laughs> every which way to try and get you to click because nobody, you know, the click through rate is so low. It's like a half of 1%. And so what does that mean? Innovation is necessary. When you have such a low click-through rate, innovation is the only way out. And so 3D ads are that innovation. And we have the first 3D ad network that is going live. I mean, it's kind of live today, but we didn't really have a captain to run that business. We just hired him, like I said, from a trillion dollar public company. He's going to be running our ad network starting January 4th. So the point is 3D ads. So instead of an ad being static and 2D and flat, imagine the object in the ad, whether it's a car, whether it's a sneaker, whether it's a pocketbook, whatever, is spinning in 3D on your computer, on your phone. And you know, you're able to point, click, zoom, spin it, and really kind of get up close and personal to it, which you can't do with a flat 2D ad. And if you want to go to the next level within that 3D ad unit, there's a little AR button that you click on. It's like a Rubik's Cube kind of icon. And you click on it. And the next thing that happens is you're viewing that object in your room with you. It's as if it's there. Now, all of a sudden, you're much closer to that object, which does what? Makes you feel more confident with a purchasing decision, with a buying decision. So we're seeing in our beta testing 300% increases in those click-through rates, which is huge. And so I'm most excited, really, in 2021 about our 3D AR ad network. And just to be clear, the thing that is so exciting is that we have an end-to-end -end solution, Brian. So there are other companies that might come out with a 3D ad network. Google is actually working on it themselves, but they don't make 3D objects. So what do you do with an ad network when you can't create the content or you don't offer that as a service? Next Tech offers the end-to-end -end solution. So not only do we have the 3D AR ad network, but we also have the AR content creation, the 3D content creation piece. So when you come to us and you want to run ads, it's just, okay, what product? We turn the product into the 3D asset and into the ad unit it goes. That's magic. The idea is we see that as a billion dollar opportunity and we're just rolling that out now in 2021. So be on the lookout, Brian, for 3D AR ads in 2021 and beyond. That's awesome. I absolutely can't wait to see that, but also to share this podcast and get the word out there. Thanks again, Evan. And Evan, last question. Everybody wants to know a little bit more about Evan Gappelberg. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in technology or entrepreneurship? So I would just say that 
for me anyway, it hasn't been a straight line. It's certainly an off, I call it an off-road experience being an entrepreneur. You know, you, you look at the, the super highways and you have, you know, masses of cars. Those are the big corporate jobs. Think of it like that. And then you have off-roading. You just turn into the wild and you say, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to take that dirt road and I'm going to get to where I want to go. And you have to have this unwavering belief, even when you're out there and you're running out of gas and you're running out of, out of water and the sun's beating down on you and it feels like there's no way out. You might even feel like you're going to die, but you can't give in to that. You have to persevere. You have to continue to push forward because guess what? Right over that next ridge is the place you've been looking for. It's just out of view. It's right around the corner, right over the ridge. You have to keep going if you want to get there. And that's the lesson that I've learned through my life is that you have to keep going. You cannot give up. If you give up, you're done. There is no upside. It's over. On the other hand, if you keep going, the upside is potentially there. There's no guarantees in this world, but my experience has been that when you keep going, you end up getting to where you want it to go. And so I would just say persevere, continue to push, even when it seems that you know what you're after isn't visible. The universe has a way of delivering what you're after if you continue to push and persevere. And I think that's that's the ultimate lesson that I've learned in life, Brian. That's amazing. And I appreciate that insight, that nugget of wisdom that we'll be able to turn around and share with a global audience. So Evan, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thanks, Brian. It's been my pleasure. Bye for now. 